your morning buck of Joe for Sunday's ball game. The Bucks had an early game on Sunday with first pitch at 11.35 a.m. Looking to sweep division rival St. Louis Cardinals and bury them in last place, the Bucks sent Rich Hill to the mound to take down the Redbirds and we were underway. In the top of the first, Tommy Edmond, who feasts off of Pirates hitting, or Pirates pitching rather, has led off the game with a double. However, Rich Hill bounced back, getting Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado to line out, and Nolan Gorman to strike out, which was big because Nolan Gorman went 0 for 4 on the day, which, if you've paid even remotely a little bit of attention to Nolan Gorman, he's got 14 homers and 44 RBIs, and he loves to hit off of Pirates pitching. He's going to be a nuisance in the next couple of years, but getting him to go 0 for 4 was big for the Bucks. Perhaps the Bucks' biggest inning in the first, the bottom of the first provided some spark. The Cards had veteran Miles Michaelis on the mound, who looks to better his season. He hasn't quite put up the numbers. He hasn't been bad, but he hasn't put up the numbers he would like. Now, leading off the game, Tucapita Marcano struck out looking, but then the fun started. Brian Reynolds had a single following the strikeout, and Jack Sawinski followed that with a single of his own. Carlos Santana unfortunately popped out, but red-hot Cabrian Hayes had another single to load the bases up for Ji Huan Bay. Bay came up big, singling into center field, scoring both Reynolds and Sawinski, making it a 2-0 ball game. However, Rodolfo Castro grounded out to end the inning, and that's all the runs the Pirates got in the entire game. Now, with only two runs on the board from the first inning to the ninth, could the Pirates squeak out a win and hold the Birds to... A 2 nothing win? Well, it wasn't exactly 2 nothing, but it was 2-1. to one. Rich Hill was outstanding on the mound today for the Bucks. He went 6.2 innings pitched with only 4 hits allowed, 1 earned run, 3 walks, and 6 strikeouts. He had a couple 1-2-3 innings in there, which was really refreshing to see, and he hadn't allowed a run over 6.2 innings until Andrew Nisner for the cards hit a solo shot to make it 2-1. to one. Now, again, a low-scoring game for the Bucks, but it's much better when your pitching has been light, lights out like it has been. Now, I know a lot of fans have dissed the Rich Hill signing, um, and I will not be afraid to admit it. I was one who was doubting his ability to be able to And I wasn't expecting him to be Cy Young for the team, but I definitely wasn't expecting him to do what he's been doing. Um, His spring training wasn't anything to blow me away, but I was super impressed with how he started. And then, all in all, I think Rich Hill has been one of our better pitchers, which is pretty... Pretty interesting, but for 43 years old, he can still get you on that 85-mile-per-hour fastball. So um, I like what Rich Hill's been doing, and he's been giving us some solid innings, which has been very helpful. In the five-game win streak, our bullpen has had an 0.82 ERA, um, which is nice, but I don't want us to be burning out our bullpen because, unfortunately, I feel... Like, Dari Moreda might be the next Will Crow. He might be elite, and then we burn out his arm from using him too much. So, 
getting more pitches or getting more innings out of your pitcher or starting pitcher has really been a big help. So seeing him get 6.2 innings was really nice. But seeing Jiquan Bay come up big with the bases loaded and two outs was huge. So not only for Bay, who has just looked like an overall a different player um, offensively, but we have struggled with runners in scoring position so many seasons, especially with two outs. So get to get runs out of that was huge, especially in hindsight looking at how the game would have only been one to nothing if we didn't capitalize on that. But still, scoring runs, two runs on 10 hits kind of stinks. I don't really enjoy that aspect of it. But if we hold our opponents to one run on five hits, then it works out. Now, Hill got his fifth win of the season. He's now 5-5 five and five with a 441 ERA. And Michaelis got his second loss, now 4-2 and two with a 374 ERA. David Bennard, the renegade, he came in and shut the door, getting his 13th save on the season, putting up a stellar 113 ERA. Looks like he might have another all-star bid going on for the guy. Although not a high-scoring game, the Bucks came away with the sweep of the Redbirds, which was huge. We probably should have swept them in the first series, too. Now, we sit a half game out of first place at 31-27. and 27. Now, the Brewers did beat the Reds today 5-1, to one, and we couldn't gain a game on them, unfortunately, so we're still half game out. But the Pirates' homestand continues as they host the Oakland Athletics, who are 12-49 and 49 on the season. Wow. Yeah, 12-49. and 49. Unfortunately, it's sad to see what the management is doing for the Oakland Athletics, but hopefully we can come away with hopefully another sweep um let's see the first game of the series is tonight when jp sears and johan oviedo face off on the mound first pitch is at 705 johan oviedo looks to you know kind of bounce back he's good but then he's not and it's a confusing aspect with him but let's see what he can do against a 12 and 49 team Now that's all I have for your morning buck of Joe. This has been Haley Ryan here on Talk the Plank. Make sure to follow Talk the Plank at Talk the Plank Pod and myself at Haley Ryan with an underscore after Ryan. Thanks so much for tuning in and let's go Bucks. (laughs) 